to the WHM mailbag for what is this May? Good God, yeah. just flying the fuck by. God, it's, life is already over. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, I'm Andrew Jupin alongside Christopher Cabin and Eric Siska. Uh, you know the mailbag. If you're not familiar, gang, is uh, we open up uh, the old mailbag, read some letters. That you've written us uh, on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like uh, penthouse le- letters. Yeah, you know? yeah. Only, um, you know, thank God, not that dirty. Uh, there's not as much like... <laughs> well, 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 we'll see. There's some humdingers tonight. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. We might be getting a little gross this evening, everybody. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. So I'll start off with one that's not so bad. Um, this is from uh, Ross. It, is it so bad it's good? Oh, it's so bad it's great. <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of this. Do a plug for no reason whatsoever. But uh, Six Point Craft Ales, guys, uh, the Bengali brew. Yeah. Uh, six Point Beer, excellent. If excellent anyone, choice for the evening. Yeah, if anyone at Six Point's listening, please send us free beer. <laughs> yeah. All the beer. We'll plug you forever. It'll be great. <laughs> um, so, okay, so this is uh, Ross in Iowa. Uh, the subject is a teenage movie love story. Uh, longtime listener, first-time emailer. Uh, Although I have many teenage movie theater memories, there's really only one story that sticks out as vivid. Uh, The year was 1994. I was 14 years old and meeting my first girlfriend for our first ever date at our local mall. Uh, Parenthetical, dropped off by our parents, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That was tough. I know that game. That was a tough fucking dehumanizing thing. (laughs) I mean, dehumanizing, dehumanizing is a little rough, but I, I, but, uh, I just I hated I, it. I think it was prehumanizing. Unfortunate. <laughs> How about that? Awkward as shit. <laughs> Awkward as shit. Um, so let's see here. He says, uh, after hitting the Orange Julius and Aladdin's Castle Arcade, uh, in my brain, she was very impressed by my Mortal Kombat 2 skills. She wasn't. We decided <laughs> to hit a movie. We picked The River Wild. Seemed like a good action movie and not too romantic for a pair of nervous 14-year-olds. No, 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 no. It's boring. (laughs) Yeah, that movie is boring. (laughs) Oh, this beer is great. Well, we got our ticket snacks and plopped down in our seats. This particular theater, as many did at the time, had the drapes that covered the screens when movies were not in session. Once the film started rolling, the curtains would rise up into the ceiling, exposing the uh, screen in all its glory. The problem on this particular day is that after the drapes went up, they went back down, and then back up, and then back down. Eventually, a manager came into our theater and said they didn't know how to fix it, and we could either get a refund or go to any other movie and take a gift certificate for our troubles. This wasn't the end of the world because, hell, we were 14 and we were going to get free candy and another movie ticket out of the deal. This is where things went downhill. Prepare yourselves. Uh, Hang on tight, Kevin, because the movie they decided to go see was Pulp Fiction. Uh, Did I mention that I was 14 and on a first date? (laughs) Needless to say, we were exposed to many things that day. I did not get a second date, but Pulp Fiction is still (laughs) one of my all-time favorites. Overall, I think the day was a win. Cheers and keep up the great work, Ross. Um, Yeah, that's that's some uncomfortable shit. That's kind of like, it's lesser than uh, like in Taxi Driver. I was talking about this a couple weeks ago. When he's like... Hey, Sybil Shepherd, you want to go see this porno movie on a date? Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, selecting a movie for a date. It's an important thing. Yeah, it's, it's an important thing. And, Kevin, I, I'll tell this story now because you're in the room. Yeah. I, I didn't want, there was another mailbag where this kind of came up, and I was like, Kevin's not here. But there was a time where Chris Cabin and I went on a double date <laughs> to go see a movie. And that movie 
was the Mothman prophecy. Oh, we brought it up in Butterfly Effect. Oh, did it come up yeah, there? I, yeah, okay. I, I, All right. I wasn't sure if we talked about yeah. it on the air, but I wanted to make sure you were in the room. But uh, yeah, remember that we went on we that double fell, date? Yeah, we almost all fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, like yeah, Richard Gere horror movie, that'll work. A bridge crash, I'm sorry, in the trailer, <laughs> a bridge collapses, and this was before bridges collapsed in every movie. <laughs> so it was a unique thing, and I thought it looked cool. Well, and you, at least, you know, you all, you could say you slept together with this young lady because <laughs> you slept during the movie. Yes. Dozing through all what seemed like six and a half hours yeah. of that movie. Jesus Christ, the Mothman prophecy. It's, you know, the funny thing about that movie is like every once in a while, someone's like, please do that movie. It gets requested a lot, you know, and I, I just, just don't want to do it. I, I don't want to watch it again. There's, there might not be a lot to talk about. Because not a lot happens. It's honestly true. I th- Richard Gere goes to a library and then the bridge falls down. And then Laura Linney's yelling at somebody. But <laughs> but spe- speaking of, speaking of Pulp Fiction, I saw that in the theater. Oh, really? Did you? When I was, uh, I guess I would have been eleven. Yeah, like <laughs> ten or eleven. Yeah. yeah. Um, With whom? I think my my mother, maybe, or my brother, or Man, something. Yeah. Your parents it was, are great. It was a small oh. town theater. No one cared. Well, actually, <laughs> I will say that I didn't see it in theaters, but I went to, um, like, my parents and me used to do the thing. They would go see their adult movie. I'd go see, you know, my kid movie. Right, right, right. Um, and I got my they, kid wait, movie. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Your parents went to see an adult movie? Yeah, like, they're watching fiction. pornos. And, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, you, oh, I see. Like, rated R flicks. I thought you were no, talking about skin flicks. Not the Jenna Jameson review. No, I'm saying. <laughs> Chris, Debbie do, does Dallas is having a retro. So, uh, so yeah. Your mother and I are going to Original go print. It. You got to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to go 4K see. 4K restoration. It's really and, beautiful. Uh, you're going to go see Mouse Hunt. <laughs> see you on the other side. <laughs> you're going to go see Mouse Hunt. I'm going to be hunting something else. You know? <laughs> oh, the, uh, well, you know, the. Uh, what a cat. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Anyway, I got out of my movie super early. I, or I was just bored and I left. Yeah. Um, and I went to, I was just, I just walked into Pulp Fiction and it happened to be the exact scene where he sticks the syringe in her. Oh, oh really? I walked in directly and I was like, holy shit. Oh, man, that's out fantastic. Of, out of context <laughs> screenings. <laughs> uh, I always enjoyed when, like, I, as an audience member, not as a, uh, like, I have to go in and deal with this situation. But when you had those great projector fuck-ups, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, the manager had to come in and be like, I'm sorry, here's free stuff. If that happens, it's like, here's your comp pass. Yeah, Get out of my fucking immediately face. give them a comp pass. I, I just had a projector fuck-up happen to me. Oh, really? In the 21st century, you're getting digital fuck-ups, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, I went to see the first screening of the day of Age of Ultron. Uh-huh. And the movie started half an hour late. Half an hour. That's unacceptable. Half, a, half an hour late because the employees at this particular movie theater in Queens, New York, did not know how to turn on the projector. This, we, is the, this is the day and age we're living in, by the way. Yeah, we don't need projectionists anymore because the fucking popcorn sweeper can do it, right? Wrong. It's fucking big, wrong. Yeah, it's a big time wrong. And then when we finally got picture, we got some of the trailers and there was picture, no sound. Then there was sound, no picture. Jesus Christ. Oh my and God. It's just like, well, you know, it would have been nice to watch the Ant-Man preview. I guess it would have been, <laughs> been better than this. 
You oh, getting comp passes? They said, listen, we'll get at, afterwards, we'll give you comp passes. Just ask a theater employee on your way out. So I'm le- you know, I'm you know, after I see Thanos do his dance, yeah. I'm Jesus leaving Christ. I'm Who leaving could the possibly theater. care? There's all these people lined up to try to cuz their movie's now starting 30 minutes late. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's the by the way, that's the fault of the theater management. If you're half an hour late, fucking cancel it. Yeah. yeah Give the exactly. comp passes. Sorry everybody. Well, okay, speaking of comp passes, I, right. I'm walking out and I I, I asked an employee. I was like, hey, they said they'd uh, give out a pass for this. They said they'd be just handing them out. What? I'm like, okay, buddy. All right. I'm not dealing with this. That's bullshit. And, and I'll just... tell you what. I don't care. You're not saying it. I'm saying it. The Kaufman Astoria Regal in Queens, New York. <laughs> it's constant bullshit with that place. It and is. it's a joke. It is. It's a fucking it joke. Is. So I'm calling you out in a public forum, you terrible movie theater. Yeah. Remember that time we saw Righteous Kill? All right. All right. We'll get on to the next letter after this. We, Eric and I went and saw Righteous Kill. We're like, ah, super sweet. De Niro and fucking Pacino on the screen at the same time. We go and see this movie, and they do that bullshit thing where they make the poor kid come in with the cart, and we're selling candy in the theater. Oh, Oh, that's humiliating. Well, the trailers start. This guy's still selling candy. That's not good. And I'm just like, all right, it's the previews, whatever. Movie starts. Pacino, on screen. Lights up, motherfucker selling candy. Oh, I was pissed. Yeah. I wrote a letter. That theater is a joke. I don't care. It's Kaufman Astoria, Regal Cinemas, you're a joke. It's Yeah, it's probably <laughs> one of the worst theaters I've ever been in, but I keep going back. Because it's, it's down local. the street from our house. Whoa, what are you going to do? Don't announce that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big neighborhood. It's the only movie theater in the neighborhood. You'll never find me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on before I go burn that movie theater down. All right, well, let's get on to the next letter, shall we? Here we go. Hey, gang, love the podcast. I thought I'd get in on this uncomfortable movie-watching story-sharing trend. Now, this is what we, you know, hashtag what are you watching. Right. And as you may have noticed from the email title, which is what are we watching, (laughs) this one comes with a twist. Let me paint a picture. Oh, man. I like it. I lived in a strict household, meaning that I could not get a car until I worked long enough to pay for it myself. That sounds about average, buddy. It doesn't sound so strict yet. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to life. (laughs) A scant few months after my 16th birthday, this meant I was still without wheels in rural Kansas. I mean, that's tough, right? No mass transit system to set me free there. (laughs) Oh, man. Poor bastard. On a weekend when I was visiting my mother... We went uh, to we went and saw a movie at the India Springs Theater, my childhood movie going mecca. True story related to the podcast. It closed the following year, a day after I saw Anaconda. It mysteriously reopened long enough <laughs> years later for me to see Die Another Day. Oh God! And Jesus. Star Trek Nemesis in Ooh. one day. Oh, That's wow. You know what? That's that an afternoon. That's an afternoon at the movies. Yeah. The theater then returned back into the mists. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, that's a Twilight Zone yeah, episode. What the fuck? Like, mystery movie theater? This is a haunted theater or something. Like, <laughs> Pretty why great. Why would it close down and then come back to show some terrible movies <laughs> in 2002 and then disappear again? You were destined to see these. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So it was... So it was with the frustration of knowing that I was so close to being able to take myself out to see the movies that at the last minute I changed my mind about the more conventional movie I had originally planned 
and turned to my mom and pointed to another movie, which I had heard was pretty violent and possibly had nudity. <laughs> After all, I was able to guess the name of the strip club in the movie, even though a picture in Sci-Fi magazine obscured the lettering on the sign, but the nipple-pinching Dion sign was there. <laughs> That's right. It was from Dust Till Dawn. So this guy's going to see From Dust Till Dawn with his mother. I yeah. want to know what the original movie was before the Dust Till Dawn upgrade. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, um, what are we talking? That's, that's what been year is that, 97? No. Scent of a Woman's 92. Dude, that wasn't happening. 97. It's got, maybe it's like 96, 97, something like that, maybe. Maybe it's Toy Story. <laughs> Sling Blade, maybe Sling Blade. <laughs> oh, man, you opted out as Sling Blade. Well, you know what? Good move. Sling Blade's like fucking three hours long. No mm. thanks. Mm, yeah, probably should have cut that down. That just ain't right. It's just a movie. My mom shrugged, saying she could handle it. Oh, man. I recall her perking up when she saw John Saxton. <laughs> you know what? Like we all do. Oh, of yes. course. And she whispered that she knew who that was. Oh, I know him. <laughs> the first moment of discomfort came when she asked me why Juliet Lewis asked Quentin Tarantino to eat her pussy. Good gravy. I had to whisper that she didn't because it was his his Quentin. It was in that movie. If you remember, it was Tarantino's hallucination. Oh, right. He's fantasy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, he's, he's crazy as shit in that yeah. movie. But when we got to the Twitty <laughs> but when we got to the titty twister, oh uh, mercy me! She couldn't help but elbow me excitedly to mock my discomfort. Oh, oh yeah, God. that's great. I, I love it. I honestly think. It was this experience that ruined Salma Hayek for me. You know what ruined Salma Hayek for me? Everly. Did you oh, see God, that? Yeah, oh, is that, that where she's like an assassin? Yeah. That, yeah, it's like her taken. It's terrible. It's really bad. People oh. like act like it's good, but it's fucking... No, it's, just, it's, it's exactly her taken. Yeah, it's no horrible. thanks. Yeah, you might as well lit a bag of dog shit and put it on my doorstep. Probably would have had more fun. You get a little exercise that way. <laughs> Stomping. I recall later that she teased me even more when telling a neighbor about the grossest movie she had ever seen. <laughs> and she doesn't know why I was uncomfortable because she said, now this is his, what his mother said. Most of them didn't even have any good tits anyway. there's her boobers yeah there's her boobers indeed a calculated decision (laughs) gone wrong if there ever was one you know it doesn't sound like it was this much of a calculated it was a it was a split second decision (laughs) but what i love is this mom realized what was going on like oh yeah sure I'll take you to see this movie you're asking me to see. Yeah, your last second change of mind. I'm going to break your balls through the entire thing. Afterwards, when we're talking to the neighbors over the fence in the backyard, you're just never living this down. Oh, bravo. Bravo. Although the most... Here we go. Although the most embarrassing part came before the movie when she farted loudly enough for the whole theater to hear... This lady's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said it was pretty empty, though. So, but keep up the great work with the shows, and you know he likes the podcast. Dustin, thank you so much, Dustin. Oh my God, Dustin, that is. I'm not sure. Like, have you ever like? I'm trying to think because, like, I've seen. I mean, I have. I do. I remember my mom once telling me in the middle of necessary roughness, extremely loudly. <laughs> um. Christopher, this is stupid. Because <laughs> I had wanted to see. It. I don't know why, but I had wanted to see it. But like, yeah, I mean, like mothers in movie theaters. Yeah, I mean, like, 
It's interesting. They don't mix. I, did, <laughs> I didn't see a lot of movies with my parents. Really? I, to this day, I have not. I think I can... I, I probably can't remember all of them, but, like, you know, I took my mom to see Moulin Rouge. I took my dad to see The Majestic. I took both of them to see Royal Tenenbaums, and they hated it. That's, <laughs> that's how I knew I just I wasn't meant for these times. You know what I mean? I was like, what? You thought that was stupid? <laughs> all right. I think the the last and maybe one of the only movies I saw with my father was Saving Private Ryan. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's one he'll get. He'll, he'll get up for that one. I do remember me and my dad left Moulin Rouge. <laughs> walked out, did you? We walked out of Moulin Rouge. We did a lot of drive-ins as a family, though. Oh, wow, that nice. we did yeah. quite... Because, you know, and here's the thing. I do have to respect my parents for this. Three shit-eating kids to raise. You don't want to take us monsters to the movies all at once. Can right. you imagine? So it was smart. We went yeah, to the drive-in quite a, a bit. Smart move there. They, they decided to sacrifice themselves <laughs> to be miserable inside a car with three monsters... For the runtime of two movies. I cannot believe they didn't throw you all three in a sack. And, oh, I know. And huck you in a river. Every day I can't believe we weren't murdered. Bottom, <laughs> when, every, I, when I see every, your face, all I think is bottom of the Hudson. Oh, yeah, like a sack of cats, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right, we got one more here, Kevin. Yeah, whichever one you prefer. <laughs> there's the theater-going one and there's New York City one. I'll go with the theater all right, Chris Cabin, take us into the last email for the mailbag this evening. Hello, WHM crew. Really enjoy the podcast. You guys crack me up endlessly. Keep up the good work. Hey, stop that brown nosing. Jeez, don't blow a gasket with all the enthusiastic reading over there. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, at least he can get through a letter, unlike me. Although we haven't gotten through it yet. So no, we'll that's, I mean, yeah, just now, wait. Well, now the pressure. Okay. I wanted to pass on a story of a terrible movie theater experience I once had. Okay. One year for Halloween, a local theater decided to show a bunch of popular horror films. The All Thing, right. Silence of the Lambs, Nightmare on is, Elm Street. No, Silence of the just, Lambs is yeah, more... Is it a horror movie? It's a horror thriller. Like, there's horror elements. I, there are. Know, so, here's the thing. This, I think, is, this is a debate for the age. Yeah, for, for, I know. for a Halloween theme, I think a serial killer type of it thing It works fits. fine. I think it works right. in um, a Halloween theme. It, yeah. I feel like if you could see some asshole dressing up as Hannibal... You know, I'd like to works. see someone uh, come to the theater dressed up like Buffalo Bill. Oh, yeah, dude. Post Tuck and Strut. Yeah, Tuck and Strut. Yeah, the Q man. Lazarus playing back. Exactly, dude. Yeah. And he's just got the mangina out. It's great. <laughs> Getting ready for it. I love Ted Levine, man. I do, what too. What a brave actor. All right. <laughs> What you you do a fucking mangina on screen no, for the I, world I, to see? I love Dead Levine. Yeah, all right. Even through Monk. <laughs> oh, yikes! Um, I was excited to Monk. say the least. The nightmare screening in particular was packed. So Original gr- Nightmare on Elm Street does that's it specify. What it, I, okay. it doesn't specify, but I assume. All I, right. Maybe I'm wrong too, but I do. Well, just think of John Saxon. <laughs> you know, it's either that Dream Warriors or New Nightmare. He's popping up all over this mailbag. <laughs> So Him my, and his fucking well-maintained toupee. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So my girlfriend and I had to take a seat back near a sweaty guy with a giant bowl of popcorn. Yikes. A bowl or an actual, like... <laughs> a bowl signifies food from home. Yes. That's, that, that's a whole lot of effort you're putting into. Bringing a bowl from home with popcorn. <laughs> I'm going to assume you mean, you know, just... Like a, a tub. Regular, yeah, like a, a tub. A tub would right? be what Is the word what would be. The yeah, theater? like the, the large ones. A bucket. Yeah, the bucket, bucket tub. <laughs> yeah. Better get a bucket. You're going to throw up. Uh, so, 
This man proceeded to laugh at the top of his lungs through the entire film. Not one or two chuckles at the outdated effects. I kind of get that. Not nonstop for every scene. Neckbeard didn't care. Neckbeard don't care. About anybody. (laughs) I just wanted to troll an entire theater of people. What a fucking asshole. Just laughing throughout the entire movie at every scene. What what the fuck? (laughs) No amount of shushing from people around us helped. I've never wanted to fight someone so badly in my entire (laughs) life. Neither have I. What type of bad experiences have you had with other people in theaters? Man, you're about to get it. Oh. (laughs) Like... I've had, I mean, I've, I mean, I assume you guys have had hundreds. Oh, sure. oh just like the encounters with, with fucking horrendous kind of, people. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I remember seeing um, Independence Day. I saw Independence <laughs> Day opening day. Yep. That's what, that's what America did that day. We all went collectively as a country mm-hmm. and saw Independence Day. The theater was packed to the gills. Yep. And in the front, there's this guy. And I see he's doing something with his hands. He's kind of like, and his like friends are clearly very loudly saying, "Don't do that." Oh Jesus! Oh, is and he then the movie starts. <laughs> jerking off. His friends are politely telling him to <laughs> quit masturbating in anticipation of Independence Day. <laughs> so it turns out the lights dim. He the movie comes on. He lights up a cigar. Get the fuck oh, out of here! He, he came feared that theater. <laughs> He, just he start- fucking cape feared that theater. He starts puffing away at oh, this wow. thing. Was he laughing too? Oh yeah, the oh, big he was- Robert De Niro laughing in that movie. And then like a manager had to come in and like like sir, could you please not do the thing that clearly you know you're not supposed to be fucking doing? Oh man, um, trying to think. Oh, at the Prestige, I had people who did not want to stop laughing. <laughs> I thought Hugh Jackman was just a barrel laughs. Oh, oh man! man. And, oh, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy in the theater. I actually went to a really nice theater. Went to the Ziegfeld Theater. That's oh, really? a class act. If you theater. come to New York City, that's the theater to go to. Yes. It's in Midtown. It's it's an old movie palace. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And by the way, I'm about to have a terrible experience story from there that you just reminded me of. But please oh, continue. Well, you know, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy there, and 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 uh, you know, we we sat we sat down and. Oh, who would you think would walk into a theater showing a Marvel movie? Well, I'll tell you, a whole gaggle of the most stereotypical fat, gross nerds <laughs> you've ever seen. And I know that's coming from a fat, gross nerd, but sure. I'm telling you, I'm halfway normal compared to these fellas. <laughs> you know how to behave in a theater. I'm talking ponytails. <laughs> I'm talking cargo shorts. I'm yep. talking. You talking tucked in t-shirts? There was a couple. Okay, with wolves on them. Um, I think they were comic book characters. Well, all right. You I would have You got to go in uniform. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go yeah. in uniform. The <laughs> Guardians are coming out. You got to go in uniform. And your they fucking s- raccoon t-shirt. They sit down right in front of us. <laughs> Jesus. You know what? It's your fault for not moving. You saw this coming a mile away. You are correct. You are correct. <laughs> You know, you, you were watching the movie. You start getting an odor. An of odor you emanating. Stop. No. They were like, I'm serious. There was one dude just fucking ripping farts. <laughs> Get the fuck out I'm, of here. And they were talking, and it's just like. Were they displeased with the way the characters were being represented yeah, on you, screen? You know, uh, uh, Rocket Raccoon would not really. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what exactly was said. It was a horrific experience. The movie was great. Yeah, great movie. I managed to enjoy it through the haze of Of fart and cheese. Of fucking 
car, you know, these comic book people, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it an, us to a degree, but come on, you're in public. <laughs> I mean, the farting. You can be a fan of anything. Stop farting in public. Or just go to the bathroom. Also, you go see the movie again. I'm sorry. If it's really that bad. <laughs> you know you're going to see it twice yeah. anyway. Also, if you're a new listener... Go back to the archives, listen to the episode on SWATs. Oh, where, where you tell the greatest movie theater <laughs> revenge of all time. Where I almost fight an old man. <laughs> you almost I did it. So much. What have, what have I had ruined for me? Oh, so at the Ziegfeld, say, gorgeous movie palace. My God. One of the best. Really Most great. beautiful thing you'll see in New York City. You know, fuck going to the Statue of Liberty. You fuck you Times come, Square. If you go visit this town, go see a movie at the Ziegfeld. Doesn't even matter what's playing. Just go. It's glorious. <laughs> yes. It's a beautiful thing. Well, don't I go see Iron Man 2 there, speaking of Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. I think it's a curse. Oh, yeah. No, it brings out the worst in humanity. So there we are. Behind us, we got uh, dad who only sees his kids every other weekend situation. Uh-huh. Okay. We got the two little <laughs> brothers, right? Yeah. One's like fine and excited to see Iron Man on the big screen once again. But this other little turd the whole time talking shit. Talking shit to the movie. What? Talking shit to the movie. Kicking chairs. Okay? I turn around. I say, you want to tell your kid to keep it down? Motherfucker's on his Blackberry not even paying attention to Iron Man 2, which I get because it's Iron Man 2. Sure. It's understandable. Understandable. But the dude doesn't even acknowledge me. Wow. Then. Oh, then. (laughs) When the kid realizes Uh that Weekend Dad... Uh-huh. Is on his BlackBerry and ignoring oh, shit. me. shit. Business dad don't give a shit. Kid starts laughing at me. Laughing at me <laughs> that I asked the dad to tell the kid to stop talking. Oh, and man. it only fuels the fire. Oh, right? my blood would boil. And this kid is just talking I'm shit. I'm surprised you can be still watching the movie with all the steam getting out in front of you. <laughs> it's, uh, coming out my ears? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, man, was I ready to go. And that's the worst part about it because he's like a fucking 12-year-old kid. <laughs> and I just wanted nothing more. Did you just put, speaking of putting him in a sack and throwing him in the river. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, laughing at me. Laughing because I asked him to keep it down. Oh, oh man, the the fucking week was ruined. It was unbelievable. I saw the gray one time. That was the Liam Neeson wolf movie. Yeah, Yeah. find the wolves, which Which is I think it's a great movie. I enjoy it. Yeah, people try to talk shit, but it's it's a fun movie. Well, speaking of talking shit during the gray. It's we're seeing it at another one of the worst movie theaters in New York City, the Court Square Theater Court down bad. in Brooklyn. I think it's another Regal, by the way. Get your fucking shit together, Regal Cinemas. <laughs> this theater, I mean, it's the the theater. Was there a wolf heckling the screens, <laughs> dude? There was an entire theater of people that just they wanted to come see Taken with Wolves. That's why we were all there. We thought it was going to be Taken with Wolves, but I realized right away that it's something like much more nuanced. And patient yeah. and different. And I accepted that and I got into it. The other 200 people in that theater <laughs> so thought it much. was taken with wolves. And when it wasn't, it's that scenario where the, the movie theater turns on the movie and it just, it couldn't be stopped. Nothing could stem the avalanche. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, because none of them seen alive. They're not ready for a live. No, and I mean, it was just the worst. Every like, And it's a quiet movie, yeah. and it's just yelling at the screen. Which brings me to a final point I want to make about like theater disruption 
and that is theater comedians. <laughs> and theater comedians, no. I know you're listening out there. You mean like when we do a live show? <laughs> no, no, no. This is what I mean by theater comedians. The theater comedians are the people, the attention whore people, that when there's a movie going on, it's a big sold-out opening night or something like that. They're the people that during the quiet moments yell something that is just, it's so hilarious that they can't keep it inside themselves and they have to vomit out this hilarious joke during a quiet part in a movie mm-hmm. and just soak up the laughs from all the idiots that are dumb enough to laugh at theater comedians, right? Yeah. Age of Ultron, this happens to me. There's <laughs> oh, some like shit. silent moments in that movie where we're like, quickly reflecting it was during like the um when scarlet witch like makes them see fucked up things and whatever sure and all the theater comedian was there he was all warmed up cracked his knuckles had a warm cup of tea to get the vocal cords ready and he i can't even i can't even hear what he's saying because i'm so far away but you just hear like and then just the waves of laughter permeating out throughout the theater. And the theater comedian is just there, just feeding off of it. And that's the problem. If you're laughing at a theater comedian, you're only making it worse for everybody. So wait, are you sure it wasn't Ultron? <laughs> <laughs> Ultron was busy telling his own jokes on the screen. This douchebag in this theater. Well, that's the thing. is They're, they're cowards, right? Get up on a stage and tell a joke. No, exactly. Yeah, you're just... Yelling nonsense at fucking a computer James Spader. Thanks. Thanks, theater comedians. I wouldn't be able to go to the movies without you. Also, quick Ultron story. When I saw the movie, it was like 11 o'clock before it opened, like the Fridays, like the Mm -hmm. Thursday night 11 o'clock show. Packed theater. I'm in the back, like off on the side, and it's like a little three-seat row. And this huge dude comes up. And I say, he's got a security guard shirt on. And he's like, Hey, man, is this seat taken? And I was like, no. So this huge fat dude sits down on the aisle seat. But it's perfect because we have the buffer. Uh So I know I'm not going to have to sit next to anybody. (laughs) I hate sitting next to people at the movies, which I know is the dumbest thing ever. No, I agree agree with you, though. Unless it's my wife, I hate it. Yeah. When we see movies, we leave buffers usually, yeah, usually. together. I, I'm not sitting next to you, Chris Cabin. I'm you're pulling sorry. shit. I, I, what? You're pulling shit. In the pulling theater. shit. <laughs> yeah, you're you're stop masturbating. So, but so this security was guard, the Great Gatsby. What else was I gonna do? <laughs> that's a movie we all saw together. <laughs> we did. That's right. Um, no, so lights go down. Right, movie starts up. We're not even like. Ultron hadn't made his first appearance yet at the party. And that's what I, I really appreciate about that movie. We get to Ultron mighty quick, mm-hmm. right? For the most part. Like, mighty quick for a two-hour and 20-minute sure. movie. So Ultron hasn't even been born yet. I don't even think they had the party yet. This dude, whose job it is to guard the movie from, like, bootlegging, falls asleep. <laughs> Out cold snoring during an action movie yeah and we got like one of those bars in front of us you know because it's like the the sure. you know front yeah. row of the thing or whatever so he's got his foot up on it and he's just snoring he's big fat guy big <laughs> fat guy snore i start kicking this bar every time this dude started snoring dude i was getting a workout during the age of ultron because i'm kicking the shit out of this bar to wake this fat guy up did he wake up he would wake up for like two seconds and look around and just be like Movie's still on. And just right back. I was seriously kicking this bar like every four and a half minutes. It was unbelievable. I've never. I, that's crazy. It was great. And I was yeah. like, if this movie winds up on the internet, it's that guy's fault. Definitely not the Russian. 
don't blame the Russians, don't blame the, the Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's WHM Mailbag for this month, gang. Again, if you want your weird stories read on the air, if you have some questions for us about the show or about our movie-going experiences, write into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Until next month, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Gabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Okay, you guys, listen up. People pay good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. Do I have to come up there myself? Do you think the Grimsters can stand up to the Hulkster? Well, if I were you, I'd run the rest of Gremlins too, right now. Sorry, folks. It won't happen again.